0: as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. I'm glad you're with us again today. We're going to be answering one of our listeners' questions about health anxiety. So stick with us and we'll get right to that. So let's get right to our listeners' question. This is from uh, Kristen and we so appreciate her sending the email in. It says, Gina, do you think you could do a podcast on health anxiety and or what to do when you feel the physical symptoms of anxiety? Two great questions there. I know there is a podcast on health anxiety and I'm going to listen again, but I think a lot of us worry about how we are feeling physically, which if others are like me, causes more stress what techniques are there to settle us down during those times? For me, it's hard not to just want to retreat and want to be left alone. But then, on the other hand, I am afraid of being alone. However, I can't leave work when I'm feeling this way. So how do you deal with it? Thanks. Wonderful group of questions in there, Kristen, and we really appreciate you sending it in. Let's get right to it. Health anxiety's a big one. Um, it's no different, we don't heal it any differently than we heal any of the other um, forms of anxiety, but obviously our focus is different. We're looking at our health, we're looking at um, the fears around it. Oftentimes it's fear of getting help, sometimes it can be running to get help. We all, uh, this can manifest differently in all of us. So first I want to break it apart a little bit and talk about the differences. So um, many people suffer with the, the fears coming up, the physical symptoms of anxiety coming up when they hear about an illness or a disease. Um, it can be triggered by, I get, I've had medical students who have everything. They have reported to me um, that when they, were reading about a new disease, a new condition, they would feel the physical symptoms of it. Now let's mention right here right now that that's the placebo effect working, the nocebo effect. That is um, the placebo working that our mind is giving us the physical symptoms of these diseases. Um, It's been reported that the health department's Uh, are overwhelmed sometimes at universities where medical students are because of everyone coming in with these symptoms, physical symptoms, of rare diseases that don't even uh, happen in that area. So it's amazing. I really want to emphasize the power of the mind here. This is our mind at work. It's just at work in a way that we don't want it to go. But can we harness that? Yes. Can we put that in a direction we want it to go into? Yes. And that is how placebos work. That is how people heal when they are given sugar pills and told that it is blood pressure medication and their blood pressure comes down. So it can work in either direction and it is up to us to help to tame and direct that. So First off, if you, that's one type where you are getting everything that you hear about or people have a cold um, and, and you immediately feel a, co- a cold coming on immediately. Like it really takes a cold longer than that to manifest. Um, but you feel it right away. That is your mind immediately putting those symptoms on your body. The other part can be that you feel symptoms, and you are obsessed, you feel physical symptoms, anything, it can be something slight, and you are obsessed and go to Google, Dr. Google, telling you all of the um, things that it could be. So this was, you had some physical symptoms first, and now you go out and you are looking at more. And so now you are taking on um more stress because you are reading about things that it could or could not be and that is like information overload it's very stressful and um so you can start with having symptoms first you can start with having um just reading or hearing about illnesses first and of course we can take our health anxiety into and everything being afraid to go to the doctor um Uh, or being afraid to, to go to the doctor. It can go either way, right? We can be afraid to go to the doctor because we don't want to hear what the news is. And we can also be one that runs immediately to the emergency room because in our heart of hearts, we believe that these symptoms are causing us to need that level of care. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? So how do we start dealing with this? Um, some of the things I want to mention, and then I'll get back to her, let her uh, email. Uh, first thing we want to do is get out of our head when this starts creeping up, whichever kind is creeping up for you. Um, you know, you want to get out of your head because you want to, you don't want to be thinking about it more. It's like a snowball effect. Um, That's why we want to stay away from Dr. Google and not be getting more and more information, which is just more and more, um, it's just like resources for the monster. It's like, yes, it's ammunition to be used against us. So just getting out of our head a little bit. Um, especially when you first feel it coming up, we can use any of our techniques that we have talked about in the past, such as distraction, such as focusing, um, on, uh, our environment or our conversation that we're in movement, getting up and actually moving around, using your body, uh, go back and look at the distraction, um, podcast and see if there are some techniques in there that will be beneficial to you not only for this anxiety but for all anxiety that comes up so try distraction to get out of your head the next biggest thing is to absolutely not google um google has caused so many problems um and i'm wondering i think it's helpful when we can be calm and sure about what we're reading. First of all, on Google, there can be things that are not quite true or they're not stated in a way that we are understanding it correctly. Um, And then we can also be getting just an overload of information. And if your mind tends to go and overestimate dangers and cautions, it's going to go uh, cuckoo cray-cray with the google information the mind is in uh, a a situation where it's overestimating danger caution everything is a red light so we want to be able to stay out of that how do you do it you don't go on google the reality is we underestimate our own true resources and abilities in that if it is a true disease, a true health problem, it will be made known to us through time. One of the key elements of this health anxiety is to watch that it has the element of immediately has to be taken care of. So instead of us um, taking our time and reflecting and looking at what uh, are there possible dangers and what are the possible resources? We immediately go with anxiety and it's something must be done now. There's never any time or space to consider all the options. Now, if you are in that kind of an emergency, things are being taken care of. Um, I, You will not have... Uh, time to be thinking about it if you're thinking back and forth is this isn't this is this just give it space if it is something that needs to be taken care of you will know with your wise mind after you have given space what happens is we're trying to make decisions when we're working in a fully activated lizard reptilian brain we are not in our wise mind. We are trying to make decisions out of um, our survival mode. And that is all there to keep us alive. It is why we are here on the planet now. But we also have other parts that can come in and calm that down and look at things with more time and more space. And that would be using our wise mind, our prefrontal cortex we have to use that in making decisions and in dis, you know figuring out what to do next not from our lizard brain because that is in overdrive and it's overestimating danger and caution that's what it's there for so it is up to us to give a little bit more space and let ourselves calm down feel the space Feel that we don't need to be in immediate action. This is not an emergency. And then we can start to maybe have a conversation with a loved one about what your options are. And actually, clients report back that once they start using that time and space to get calm, to Find a place of that they are have self-soothed and they are no longer working out of their reptilian part of their brain. They don't need to talk about it. It's done, it's gone. They get it. It may be something that needs uh to be looked at in the future, it may be something that completely disappears. So give yourself that gift of time and space and just settle in. Let yourself Calm down before you make any decisions and keep yourself off of Google. One other thing that we can do is to um, live our lives. Go on about doing what you were going to be doing. Oftentimes we put everything on hold. Stop the presses. I have to take care of this health issue right now. And when we hear that, when we put life on the back burner in order to be Googling or checking on a health issue, we know it's anxiety. And the beauty of knowing it's an anxiety is you can deal with it. It's a familiar person in our brain that talks that. If you have a name for your anxiety, sit it down and ask it, Mr. Anxiety, what is it that you want from me right now? I have a life to live, and I know that you feel that this is an emergency. I know that it isn't. I'm going to put you on the back burner, and we'll look at that later. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. I cannot tell you how much power there is in not pushing that anxious thought away, burying it, or setting it on fire, but just putting it on the back burner giving it the attention that it's asking for and using your wise mind to see it's not an emergency. We're going to put you on the back burner. And even if you can't grab it with your wise mind right in that minute, but you you sort of know it's anxiety because you have that drive to go fast and do it now, you can just put it on the back burner to simmer don't have to deal with it right now and in that way you can move forward with what you were doing you might be at work I think that Kristen mentioned that in her email Uh, let's get back to that you could be at work and you can't leave so you that's a benefit being gainfully employed and having things that we need to do with our lives and our hands and our minds and having um People that depend on us are all a blessing because we need to get back to it. And we can move forward with that, with the anxiety health, anxiety piece simmering in the background, on the back burner. Often it just completely drops off our radar and we don't even remember it. Um, That's what we have to look for. I'm looking at her email now to see... um, Oh, for me, it's hard not to just want to retreat and want to be left alone. But then on the other hand, I am afraid of being alone. However, I can't leave work. How do you deal with it? Well, there's another piece in there about being alone uh, and not wanting to be with people. Again, those are both anxious states. And you can feel the angst in that of not wanting to be with people, but not wanting to be alone. Kristen, I think that's a great issue that other people have. So we need to, again, the best medicine is to slow down take a break. You don't need to completely be away from people because maybe that doesn't feel safe, but you don't need to be completely engaged where people are needing something from you. Maybe at work you can take a five-minute break in a in a break room or in your car uh, where you can just do a small centering kind of meditation where you're just Noticing your breath for three or four minutes. And recognize the experience that's happening. Allow it to be as it is. Right? We come back to this over and over again. And then we want to investigate it with curiosity. And that's by saying, okay, I'm kind of curious what you have for me, anxiety, but I'm putting you on the back burner right now. No judgment. And then we want to have that natural awareness of its being there, but it is not us. The anxious thoughts, the ideas of this uh, illness or this health problem being huge and dangerous, we have an awareness of those thoughts, but we are not identified with them. We know that those are thoughts and they are not us. So that's Rain altogether, right? That's recognizing the experience. We're allowing it to be as it is. No judgment. Just let it be there for your few minutes that you're taking out for your break or your pause. Then investigate it with curiosity and not with uh, more stress, anxiety, or hate, or wanting to get rid of this thing. Just investigate it and then to have that natural awareness that comes out of that that those are thoughts they are not you those are really important pieces every time we have anxiety but particularly with the health anxiety because it tends to it tends to get us spinning out into the weeds very quickly very quickly indeed so if we were to look at that through uh, Claire Weeks' eyes, it would be to face it, right? To face the, um, anxi- the anxiety that's coming up around the health issue. Actually see it. Don't run from it. Don't retreat, as the word that Kristen used. But face it. Look at it. And then to accept it. Again, that's allowing it. Accepting it that it is there. And we, we cannot pretend that it's not there. We're accepting what is. And then Claire Weeks would say to float, which is to, again, if we were in the ocean, it would be to float with it, whichever way it was going. We let go of our muscular tension. We let go of the spinning thoughts of it and just float. And again, the big one that I come to over and over again, letting time pass. We need time in order for our reptilian brain to calm down and our wise mind to really come forward and help us to discriminate what is what with this health issue. And it is through our decisions made with our wise mind that we want to act on. Everything else can wait. I hope this has been helpful for you. Health anxiety is there, stay off Google. It is not helpful at all. You will know if you are having a real health issue. And of course, you need to have be doing your if you need to be checking in with your primary care physician make sure that you know um, what they think about what you're dealing with. We all have differing health issues, so we don't give uh, medical or health advice on here as far as um, diagnosing or treatment for those kind of things. But once you know that you'll either be seeing your physician soon or that you can send an email to him and ask him about it, you can do those things and then let it go don't continue to do Google homework or research and um, a, and continue down the wormhole with the dangerous cautious thoughts. Remember you do have resources and you want to not underestimate those and one of those resources is your ability to see that it is not your wise mind that's in action when you're scared like that 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 is just a very primal part of you that has been trying to keep you alive and it has misfired and just gone on a little bit too much and is inflamed so we calm it down again with some time take a pause don't try to get anything done just take five minutes I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast until then be well and aloha